Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash I am divine 2022. Thanks for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Yoga. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing, Yes, where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Yes, it does. I'm Daryl. I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from middle school studios in downtown Culver City, the heart of Screenland. Oh boy, how you feeling, Daryl? I'm feeling satisfied. Wow, that is also the title of today's episode, Feeling Satisfied with Trisha Nelson. The key to living a life of everyday miracles is to realize that life is not a battle. Life is a game of giving and receiving love, happiness, success, prosperity, and plenty of money. Wow. It also is called the law of circulation. However, some of us resist gifts, deflecting the generosity of others. On this episode, Daryl and Ed encourage listeners to open their minds to receive by cooperating with the spiritual law Ask and you will receive so that your joy may be complete. And during the second segment, happy host Trisha Nelson serves up a heaping helping of satisfaction with today's daily word, receive. Are we going to do those great three breaths? Yes. What was the book you said? Uh, what the heck inspired these? Wait, these? Yeah. Those? Good pleasure? Yeah. Oh, that good pleasure came from actually that Bible boast. Uh, Bible boast. That Bible quote. <laughs> <laughs> that Bible quote you just quoted. Yeah. It's also the Bible quote we're going to get to that's at the bottom of today, the daily word we're reading today. Yes. And it was also paraphrased in another book we're going to dip into, Open Your Mind to Receive by Catherine Ponder. This was actually what inspired it. You ready, Ed? Yeah, let's hear it. It's God's good pleasure to give you the kingdom, and it should be your good pleasure to receive it. Yeah, you know that it's God's good pleasure to give my give me my treasure in marvelous measure. That was another one of these one minute um, meditations I get from Golden Key Unity. You yes, know that? there's a they do a one minute meditation. So if you look up Golden Key Unity, you can get their weekly email. But uh, we got these breaths because. Not only is it God's good pleasure to give us our treasure, it's our job, as we said in the in the description, to receive it. That is so huge. So that's the hard part because even I catch myself. No, 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 no. It's okay. 
Right. The wor- <laughs> I, Carol and I were talking recently, and it popped out of my mouth that the world is a better place when we receive compliments. Because there's nothing yes. worse than complimenting someone and then not receiving it. or And then it feels like almost like, oh, I did something wrong by giving that compliment. You know, it just – it's so much nicer when we're all flying the friendly skies and we receive these things. It just keeps the circulation going, which is the other thing we mentioned in the description. Yes. Yeah. So let's take a deep breath. Ah. <sighs> it's God's good pleasure for me to accept my treasure. Ah. <sighs> it's God's good pleasure. <laughs> For me to accept my treasure. Ah. It's God's God's good good pleasure for for me to to accept accept my treasure. Some angels there. Thank you, angels. All right, we got a uh, reading to kick this off from A Deep Breath of Life by Alan Cohen. Anything we read on the show, go to DarylNed.com. There's a reading list. You can order these books. We don't make money off of the sale, but um, we do want to make it easy for you to uh, get a hold of these books that we say they have the medicine in them because the medicine. Books that have the medicine are ones that Daryl and I could pick up and read any paragraph, and uh, we get a boost to kick up the stairs, if you will. Now, this um, is another one of the funniest things, because this reading is for October 1st. We're recording today's episode on September 30th. Right. So, because I do the morning routine every morning, you know, and, and this page just happens to fall on the right side instead of right. instead of being right. on the next page when you turn the page. Right. So I couldn't help but to see October 1st after I read September 30th. And it's perfect for today's show. We didn't plan this, folks. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we've read this on the show before. It's such a good one. It reading. is a good one. That's the beauty of these books, too. It's not about reading them once. It's these are books that you can read again and again because it's the medicine, man. You need it sometimes, uh, all the time, really. Ask for the rolls, it's called. It's not more difficult to create a castle than a button. Most of you have more buttons than castles, however, because they're easier to expect. That's from Abraham Hicks. God was giving a tour of heaven to a man who had passed on. I thought he said passed out. <laughs> well, you do like, kind of pass out at that, that time. <laughs> It's a a long-term pass-out. That's right. (laughs) After observing various rooms, the two passed a closed door. What's in that room, asked the man. It would make you very sad to see what is in that room, answered God. I want to see it anyway, insisted the man. God opened the door to reveal a chamber of vast treasures, luxurious jewels, sophisticated electronic toys, and sports cars filled the floor. Wow, exclaimed the man, just like you just did. (laughs) (laughs) What a cachet. That's one of your favorite words, too, isn't it? Cachet? Yeah, it's cachet. What a cachet. Why would this make me sad? Uh, These are the gifts I offer people, God explained. But if they are not willing to accept them, I must take them back and keep them here. That's incredible, exclaimed the man. Isn't that a Rolls Royce over there? He went to sit in the Rolls. And he was astounded to find his name on it. This was a car that I always wanted, the man confessed. Every night I prayed to you for a car. How come I never got this one? Because you prayed for a Ford, God answered. 
Instead of asking for what we, he really wanted, the man asked for what he thought he could get. And so he manifested not according to his possibilities, but according to his expectations. The universe is happy to fulfill our grandest visions, but we must have the confidence to ask for them. Do not be shy when praying to God or communicating to people. Aim high, and you may be surprised by how the universe responds. Is in the prayer at the bottom affirmation. I open to receive all the good that life has to offer me. I ask for and accept the best in every situation. Ah. Wow. That's the show in a nutshell. That is the show in a nutshell. You got some other good readings. Why don't we uh, rattle off some of those? Because, man, those are... Those readings get okay. me high. All these readings just uh, happen to fall in my lap. Right. Here's a book that I just saw on my shelf called Believe You Can, The Power of a Positive Attitude by John Mason. I have a feeling I know where you found that one. Where? A table? No. I found this at a- Science an, of mine? No, no. I actually found this at one of those airport- convenience stores oh I was, nice i was stuck somewhere wow and i had like nothing and i, just go, I right. need something new and i opened this let's hear it okay and this also goes along with our show because this is the key this talks about what gets in the way it's our own thoughts right right okay and it says on what we think we deserve or don't deserve right or what we think is respectable Right. To receive, you right. know, all that right. garbage. Ah. So Ralph Waldo Emerson said, It is impossible for a man to be cheated by anyone but himself. Frank Crane noted, Our best friends and our worst enemies are the thoughts we have about ourselves. Proverbs declares, As a man thinks within himself, so is he. Mm. And Norman Vincent Peale warned, do not build up obstacles in your imagination. Yes. Stop looking only at where you are and start looking at what you can be. Now, here's the good news. Here's the fact of life, folks. Right. I'm going to read it here. Right. And the only thing that stops the circle of completion in what I'm about to read is when I think, well, maybe that's too much to expect, and I short-circuit it. Right. But here it is. What you picture in your mind, your mind will go to work to accomplish. When you change your pictures, you automatically change your performance. Whatever you attach consistently to the words, I am, you will become. I love that. You know what? I was just thinking, and I, I told you this yesterday because I've been – you know, at this job, I've talked about it recently. There's all this, you know, things to get done. And I realized thinking about getting things done is really self-defeating. Like, because what's different about what we're describing, it's not really about focusing on getting. It's no. about what do I have to become to receive the good that is already coming my way? Yes. So when I'm, and a lot of that is like giving, getting into yes. a giving state of mind, generously giving my time, my love, my joy. So instead of how am I going to get this to-do list done? It's like, how am I going to give myself to all these, you know, how am I going to give my joy and my love and my attention to these different things so that everyone benefits? And you know what I mean? So that life moves along. It's not like, how am I going to get to a place where it's done? You know, like that, just the wording of that is, is tricky because it really is about how do I get into a place or how do I yeah, move into a consciousness where I'm open to receive the good, trusting that their good is already there because... What I, I was noticing yesterday at my work, I was getting super like 
apologetic to people that like oh. I, I was I was approaching them as if they were already like mad at me for not getting things done, not realizing that they too had their plates full and they if they wanted to they could apologize out the wazoo also but what i realized is this is not a good look like i'm playing you know my normally complimentary lifestyle like i love to praise people the bottom was falling out of it because i was a i was coming from a place where i'm putting them on a pedestal but i was putting myself down yes really low we can't really give a full joyous compliment that feels good unless we ourselves accept and receive the fact that we are also worthy of praise and, and, and the good that we are. So today I went back there and what I did, rather than how am I going to get their approval, it was how am I going to just move into a place where I first receive my own value, my own like good feeling, my spirit, and then how am I going to share that with, with everyone else? And as I did that, I wasn't even thinking about getting approval or, or apologizing for anything. I had great interactions with so many people and so much, so many things did get done. Well, that's the key because the first step is falling in love with right. the idea right. that's, that, that we're contemplating right. instead of thinking this would be nice but really going, no, no, no. And I just uh, – yes. so I what happened recently just this week, I've, right. been, I've been really watching this – in my mind, right, which is choosing what I love and what I want, because you cannot feel good right. about th- when you're thinking about something you don't want. Right, you'll always feel bad. That's right. And thinking about something you don't want can mean I'm thinking about you know just a situation I heard in the news. Right. Yeah. You know, and I st- because it's something I don't want. It could also be thinking about how you're not going to be able to get what you yeah. really do want. Or the, or um, thinking about, you know, it could be anything I'm thinking about. The fact of the matter right. is, if I'm feeling bad, it means I'm thinking about something I do not want. Right. But I'm entertaining that right. thought. And that that weird feeling of not feeling good kind of fuels it. Oh, yeah, it gets momentum, man. Yes, agree. Like, look at this. Look at how the traffic. Well, I guess COVID's over. Now the traffic's back. I sh- that, that's, that's me actually feeling bad. But now, because of what we just read, I'm actually requesting more of that. Right. Like, so, that's so true. It's like, you're, it's like when I'm doing that, I'm feeding this fire, yes. but it's a negative fire rather than the good. I like yes. that. Yes. So, mm. But when we fall in love with the right idea, like what, yes. we, like what you really want at the school, right. is it to be relaxed and joyful yes. and, you know, you to be able to move freely and do the perform right. the best you can. Right. And instead of, instead of when we're both thinking or either one of us or in that case thinking, oh, I can't believe this, this paperwork or whatever. Right. I, we got to shift. I got to do it all the time. So the other day, mm-hmm. um, Lori, my wife, was wondering, where did all the glass Tupperwares go? Because we right. had a whole bunch of them. <laughs> uh, okay. Yes, I like it. I hear this. And what's weird is, folks, I don't know how this happens, but ever notice how the good quality glass Tupperware seem to diminish? And at the same time, the cheaper plastic ones start growing out of nowhere. Right. So, you know, we're multiplying all these, like, cheap, inferior Tupperware. And Lori was there. And I said, I have no idea. But I said, you know what? I said, although I haven't seen it in a long time, because where I got those great Pyrex ones right, was right. from uh, Costco, of all places. Of course. 
but I haven't seen them in, in a long time. You mean even at Costco? On at sale? Costco, because right. you know, or even there. Oh, yeah, because it's circulating. I mean, not. I don't mean on sale like a sale, but yes. like even being sold. Yes, they weren't available. Right, they, they just right. had lots of more plastic ones. Right. So oh, I said, yeah. you know what? Next time I go, uh huh, we'll get the I'll get the glass ones. Uh, you know, I told her we'll get the glass ones and we'll get rid of all the plastic ones. Right. So I go to Costco the very next day and I started falling in love. Like I, I almost forgot to put it on my list of things to get from there because right. it was almost like, right. yeah, are they going to have it? Right. But then I thought, no, I put it down. I started feeling good yes. about the idea of them having these glass Pyrex Tupperware. Right. And anytime the, the think the thought that felt bad, which was the thought of something I don't want was, eh, they probably won't have it. Go, right. Oh, no. So I just forget about it. Yeah. I walk into Costco, and you know when you get that knowing, like, holy cow, this is really going to work? Yes. As soon as I walk in Costco, on the right-hand side, they have this wall of the things that are on sale yes. right now. Yes, yeah. I know it well. Yes, yeah, so it's like, you know, this week it's toothbrushes Listerine, or whatever. Yeah, it switches. Outdoor so, uh, yeah. socks. Yeah, next time it's vitamins. Right. CoQ10. So, Vitamins. Uh, so <laughs> Chip beef. So the second thing in the aisle right there was the glass pirate wow. set. And it was $5 off. Right. And there was a couple, like a young version of me and Lori. Right. Like contemplating the plastic ones. Yeah. And looking at the glass ones, but uh -huh. they had the plastic ones in their hands. I said, oh, I said, you got to get the glass. They're well worth it. I'm so happy they're on sale. Right. You know, so that whole thing happened. Right. The, the day after, I was taking a shower. Uh-huh. Because I've been really minding my thoughts this week. Right, right. The next day, I'm taking a shower and I'm thinking, oh, our sewer line. You know, because we have trees in our neighborhood. And sure. If you don't road or rooter. Yeah, the, the roots get in there. The sewer line twice a year, yeah, you get a nice little backup. And my neighbor, Tilo, has a rooter. Right. And what he started doing is he does a preemptive strike. Oh, nice. Where he rooters before the backup. Smart. And usually he'll come over and ask if I want mine done as well. Right. Because we live in a nice little neighborhood. Right. So um, it hasn't been done in a while. So about three weeks ago, I just happened to bump into his son and I said, are you guys going to be rootering soon? Right. And if you are, you know, I'm ready to go. Right. And right. he said, well, we did our, we had to do an emergency rooter. <laughs> Like two months ago, but yeah, right. yeah, I'll let Tilo know. So just yesterday, like I said, I was taking a shower and I was thinking about it because I thought maybe he forgot and I could think of sure, the rooters. Sure. I started thinking about what I don't want. Oh, the backing up of the rooters. Right. You know, and I started thinking, I go, Daryl, stop it. Uh-huh. I get done. I do my morning routine and I don't bring my phone when I right. do my morning routine. I keep it on the yeah. bedstand. Right, right. You know, so I don't look at it. Right. And... I look at the the phone after while I'm eating my breakfast. Now I'm done my morning routine. Right, forgot about that thought. You know, I threw it on the yeah on God's sure. plate. Yeah, and a text just came in prior to me looking at the phone. This is yesterday morning. Right, and it's from Tilo's son saying, "Hey, Tilo can do it this Saturday between ten thirty and eleven. Is oh that okay gosh. with you?" And I said, "Thanks. That's perfect." And this is the thing, folks, when you start doing this and becoming aware, make it a point to become aware yeah. of these blessings and don't just go, oh, that was nice. Right, I right. When you really show your appreciation for them, 
you end up receiving, at least my experience is, they start to avalanche. Right, right. Oh, for sure. You know, you really become aware of more and more and more and more and more, and yeah. it gets easier and easier Yes, to work it. I'm not saying... You know, you do it once and it's done because every day I have to do my morning routine of and, and re-engage with it. Yes. But, man, it makes it really fun. It makes life worth living. Well, that's the thing is when these things happen, yeah, sure, it's great to get the glass Tupperware because you're going to use it. But the bigger thing is the feeling that you live in a loving, yes! abundant universe that is responding to you, that yes! wants you to have what your desire is because it's about – the reason we become clear about what we desire is because it's already on the way, and that yes. just puts us in a place of receptivity to see how life and God is going to deliver it. I, we, we listened to Joel Osteen this week saying, take a seat, right? Oh, yeah. So, And the, he was talking about how in the Bible often it's just like telling you, relax, relax, relax. God's going to do it. Be still. It's not no, about, I am God. Yeah, it's not about working harder to get things. It's about actually... The reason we're tuning into what we desire and saying yes to it is because that's already what this loving universe, with, with, with what God behind this loving universe is already delivering to us, and we're becoming receptive to it. So when we see the little things, we light up. And I have an email here from the Golden Key Ministry Unity um, email that we get, yep. and it's, it says the purpose of this email is to cause you to experience the happy and prosperous life you're here to live. And then this week's prosperity inspiration goes right with this. It says, Unity co-founder Charles Fillmore wrote, Do not hesitate to think that prosperity is for you. Do not feel unworthy. No one is ever hopeless until he resigned to his imagined fate. That's what we were talking about, the imagined fate. Choose to not resign yourself to a life of lack or limitation. Whenever you see the appearance of lack, keep your thoughts on the source of your abundance Claim your prosperity by affirming that you are worthy of all the abundance God has for you. And then their prosper affirmation is, I'm a child of God, therefore I am worthy of, I claim, and I accept the unlimited abundance God has for me. And this, and today while I was at, um, I, I was invited to a panel. This is part of how amazing my job is when I just turned it over to God. I had a break in the action I said um, I was on a panel to hire another position for our district. I'm not sure how my name got on there, but I was. It was awesome. Right. And during that panel, this old voice, I imagined myself talking to some to a, a, like a higher up in the supervisory tra- chain and going like, "I'm not very good at this part of my job." I, and I was like, "I'm so used to like uh, entertaining that line of thinking that for a moment I thought." That makes sense. That that would be me being honest and you know getting oh. on it. But then I thought to myself, if I go down the uh, the the road of that thought, I am not gonna get work done. I'm gonna end up doubting myself. I, I could feel the negative spiral, so I just let it go. I said I'm not even gonna entertain that line of thinking. That is not a helpful line of thinking. And that's when I texted you and said, all I really have to do in this job is lean back. And pretend. What did I say? Play. Uh, pretend to be the guy. The teacher. no. Remember that oh, I'm remember. The, that I'm the specialist yeah. in education. Oh uh, yeah, that's what I said. Just sit there, and in my mind, just remember, I'm the specialist in education. That's my job. And I said, as soon as I do that, everyone else plays along. They that's go, right. Oh yeah, that's right. You know, like so. 
it's way more uh, effective to affirm who we, who and what we are. These little old nagging voices that we think that I used to think are like justifiably diminishing how good I am at my job or whatever. That stuff is crap. It just lowers my energy. It throws uh, fuel thinking, on the negative fire you were yeah, talking about. Yeah, and it's thinking about what you don't want, and that's why it feels bad. Those bad feelings are an indicator from within to send love in that area. Yeah, and as a result, I loved this whole process of – it was a hiring process. We, hired, we, we interviewed four different candidates, and I was in such a giving – mode that I was also receiving the love. Yes. Like when I was silent, I would be sending love to everyone. I would think about them and the work that they had to do to get there, even to be on this thing. And I would just appreciate. And then at the end, they gave me, I, I thanked them for making me part of the panel and they were sincerely re- appreciative of me being there. And I received it. And my whole day, like yesterday, remember I was like, behind, I felt like that feeling of like being behind the eight balls, like stressing. Today was the exact opposite. I learned from yesterday. My day just flew along because I said yes. I claimed my good. I accepted it. I, I took the question of worthiness off the table and just let the day flow, and it was amazing. I was just thinking, you know, it's because it really is the law of circulation. Right. And when we start thinking negatively, right. now I've pulled myself out of the circulatory system. Right. You know what I mean? Now yeah. I'm disengaging from it, and right. I'm choosing to. And when we're thinking love... We re-engage yes. and receiving is part of circulation. Yes. Just this morning, I started. I, I wrote this in my journal after my morning routine as a reminder for today right. for myself. And it goes along with this show. And I reminded myself, receive. It's appreciation. Receiving is being appreciative. Because right. you know that we're appreciating the right. gifts we've been given yes. from people, from God, yes. and these coincidences we've been talking about. You're, you know, you're correct. It's not about the glass Tupperware. It's about the universe and God saying, "Look, there's nothing to be afraid of." That's right. That's right. See, if you just remain peaceful and open and loving, yes. things will work out. Yes. So I wrote, "Money is a means of sharing love and appreciation for service," and it right, is. Right. Right. I never spend money anymore. I circulate money. And after blessing others, it comes back multiplied. Right, right. And then just this goes, this is why I wanted to read this, because it goes along with what you said. If I don't value my service, no one will. That's so true. That's so true. But when we value our service, like you said, if I just remember that, everyone else will follow along. Exactly, because it's almost like it lets everyone off the hook and just allows them to value the value that's already there. It allows them to appreciate, and we know appreciate means increase in value. So when we appreciate things, they grow in value. So that's amazing. So coming up next, happy host Trisha Nelson serves up a heaping helping of satisfaction with today's Daily Word Received. So thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing. 
Welcome back to the second segment of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Yes. And today we're feeling satisfied. That's right. With Trisha Nelson, who's coming up in a minute. This is a quick reading from God Will See You Through by Mary Cupferly. And I just happened to open this book, pull it out of my bag unexpectedly, and open to this page. Right here at, at Middle School Studios. Just before well, the show. While we were eating pizza. That's right. And it's... From a chapter, the book is called God Will See You Through. The chapter is called This Is Your Day. And it says, the more fully you accept God's gift of today, the more fully you prepare yourself for a wonderful tomorrow. The courage you take hold of this moment will build within you a, a tower of strength for every, uh, for every overcoming. The faith you lay hold of right now will widen your horizons. This is your day. This is your day to praise and to bless, to give and to receive, to love and to be loved to laugh, to sing, and to rejoice. Live it fully, live it lovingly, live it freely and joyously, for this is your day. Yes, and that's why when we appreciate those little coincidences, yes, those little surprises, those little blessings, when we just appreciate them, they increase yes. because you're giving value to the fact that everything is in divine order. Right. And speaking of divine order, we love receiving... Mail in the mail. And we have a P.O. box that our listeners send us things in at Funniest Thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. Right. You could also send us an email and see everything we do and readings and videos and all that good stuff, including the reading list at DarylAndEd.com. Yeah, check out the Facebook fan page also because then you could be with us on Thursdays when we record the show or meditate with Ed on Saturday. Yeah, we just thank you for listening. We don't really know how many of you out are out there. Daryl and I always say, well, when we, when, how many times do we actually send mail or anything to shows that we watch? It's not like we reached out to Jerry Seinfeld to tell him how much we loved every <laughs> right. episode. So, But if you're out there listening, we appreciate you. We love to hear from you. So uh, we also want to thank... Our, uh, the man who makes this whole network run, really, Unity Online Radio. He's been with us since the very beginning. Yes. Amazing fellow. Heck of a smile. He's the chief engineer. His name's Jeff Comfort. And, and each week, week he, he takes, takes us right into the comfort zone. All right. Shout out to the prayer line, also known as Silent Unity. 800-NOW-PRAY. 800-669-7729. Uh, they have a, an app. It's the letter U, the word pray. It's a great way to feel satisfied, to get into that receiving state of mind, to just let go and get on board with your good. And remember, it's named Silent Unity. That's be a, that's not just like a, a brand. That is that mean that's based on the belief that when we silently when we connect in the silence, we really are all one. And it's a and calling uh, with the prayer associates over there and listening to them pray on something that I might be feeling stuck on really helps open me up to the circulation that Daryl was talking about. So we recommend it. We use it all the time. Another thing we use all the time. And there's no strings oh, yeah. attached, folks. That's so right. any of these things we're mentioning, they're not going to harvest your email. They're not going to ask you if you're a Unity member. Or ask you for, they're not going to solicit you for funds. It really is 100% an avocation. And it's been around for a hundred years now. Yeah, that number again, 800-669-7729. You can even press two once you call them and uh, it'll go to a recorded, pre-recorded prayer, which also will give you a boost. All right. What do we have next? Daily Word. You could read today's Daily Word for free at the bottom of our homepage or just go to dailyword.com. We always suggest you subscribe because we do. 
And we love getting these little paper booklets and reading from them. And you know what, coincidentally, Ed? What's our that? guest is a devout Daily Word reader. And she also had an article in the Daily Word. And matter of fact, mm-hmm. our favorite Daily Word editor, Elaine Meyer, recommended our guest to be a guest on our show. And were, were you not a guest on her podcast recently as well? Yes, and her name is Trisha Nelson. Hello, Trisha. Hi, guys. Good to hear you and great to be here. Yeah, so uh, why don't you give us a little bit of a bio on uh, you know the things that you're doing out there in the world to bring so much light and love and joy to the planet. Oh, thanks. And amen to the Daily Word. And I've been a Daily Word reader for about 34 years now, actually. So um, I'm very grateful for the Daily Word. I've called Silent Unity like more times than I could possibly count. So I'm so, so grateful for and I actually have um, a bench in the Myrtle Fillmore Garden that was constructed. So, well, I have my name on a bench. We'll wait, wait, that my wait, claim. That's my biggest claim to fame. Wait, have you ever been there? <laughs> I have been there. Absolutely. Yeah, wow. I love it. It's been, it's been years. But yeah, and I even, I went to a retreat there once, oh my gosh, 20 plus years ago, and I met James Dillett Freeman. What? I had a nice little chat with him. So wow. So I feel very grateful for that. Yeah. That's funny. But he was there in full spirit. Wow, because we recently have been uncovering videos and things of Jane Stiller Freeman. I mean, we we always knew who he was. We knew people who knew him, but lately he seems like he's been coming up a lot for us. So that is amazing that you actually got to meet him. Yeah, I feel so grateful for that. Uh, So I love Unity, big Unitic. Um, So I, uh, many moons ago when I was a kid, was definitely in love with food. So food is a big draw for me. And I was seemed to be hungry all the time. And I ate all the time. And I love to cook and I love to serve food to people and go out to dinner and everything food. So this wouldn't have been that big a deal, except that I gained weight really easily. Mm. So by age 20, I was 50 pounds overweight and very unhappy. It wasn't just a weight thing. It was really, you know, deep inside me. I was unsettled and discontent with myself and had a lot of negativity, you know, toward myself and um, was not living, you know, the life that I was meant for. I don't, I'm, you know, I I know. So anyway, what happened for me after many, many attempts at diets and, you know, exercise programs and pills and potions and lotions and all kinds of craziness, um, Mm. I found a solution to my weight struggle and my food, my disordered eating through, um, a mentor who showed me how to heal from the inside out. Wow. And so, yeah, that's what happened for me is I, I was saved from a life of yo, you know, I was a yo-yo dieter already. I'd already gained like, you know, I could lose weight, but I'd always gain it back. So right. I'd be like up, like up 30, down 20, up 10. And I had like five different sizes of pants in my closet because I never knew what size I'd be. So it was just a struggle, like a constant struggle. Mm. Um, but when I was shown, you know, how to really address and heal the underlying causes, causes of emotional eating, which is what I was, I was an emotional eater, right. um, er- everything turned around for me and I was able to lose the weight and keep it off. And that was many decades ago. And so I was, I mean, my, my whole life transformed was all through these principles you guys have been talking about for a while, you know, it's all these spiritual principles 
And uh, what happened is that I, I, I was so free and so grateful that I started helping, you know, I, I helped my mentor help others for many, many years. And then more recently founded a company called Heal Your Hunger, mm. uh, where I help people all around the world to address and heal emotional eating by a very specific, you know, process that right. I, I really, you know, codified my own experience. What I do today, I, I, um, I teach to others so they can heal as well. Wow. No wonder Daryl loves you so much. That, and the, yeah, I love Daryl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and what's amazing is how these principles can work for all of us, regardless of what it is that our challenge is. And um, when we find these principles that work and find ways to apply them to our unique needs, it's amazing how the, our lives yeah. can transform. So, having listened to the show up to this point, I, we always like to ask: Are there was there anything bubbling up inside while you were listening to us go on and on during the first segment? Well. I, I had to laugh at the Tupperware story because I I have I live in a condo and I don't have a lot of kitchen space and so I have these pla- these obnoxious plastic containers toppled like they're on top of each other but they always topple over but the ones at the bottom are the glass ones and they're so sturdy and stable and those are always the ones I want yes. but they're at the bottom because <laughs> they don't fit on top of the totally the plastic ones right <laughs> so you, you go to you go to get the plastic one and all the, the, the tower of, uh, you go to get the glass one, the tower of plastic ones comes tumbling down. So I'm always re, I'm always <laughs> building my little castle of <laughs> right. containers. So that was spot on. I love that. And, um, but on a deeper note, I, um, the thing I loved that you said, uh, from one of the readings was, um, we ask, um, from, well, some, so we ask, from the focus on possibility instead of the focus on uh, expectation. And I just love that, you know, instead of just figuring we can only get so much and why bother asking for more, you know, instead just expanding our vision and just being completely open to what's possible. And that's not an easy thing to do when we're used to just looking right over our nose into what's, you know, only a few inches ahead of us, you know, so I just love that. I mean, just, just knowing that with, you know, with God, all things are possible and asking from that place. Yes. Yes. And also enjoying how would it feel if it already was manifested? Right. Whatever your desire yeah. is, it could right. be, yeah, it could be instead of, you know, even with remain with staying fit or getting fit instead of, oh, oh I'm never going to get to where I want to be. Instead of doing that, which is, you know, what we all tend to drop into right. default, right. but instead, how would it feel if, and then seeing yourself in, you know, your desired condition, your desired, phys- like seeing yourself, yeah, you know, do, and doing walking, things you love yes, doing in things, that condition. Yes, yes. Yes. Because that, that, yeah, we have to envision the freedom. Like what is free? I say that often to my clients, like, what does freedom feel like? Like, yes. what would you do right. if you were free? What would that feel like? Because getting in that feeling state yes. and yes. envisioning that is yes. so powerful in creating it. Yes, right. and it starts pulling. It does two things. One, it starts transforming my performance and my actions from within without right. me consciously. Okay, I gotta go work right. out. It starts to become fun. It starts to transform my yes. attitude toward my goals. But even more importantly. It starts drawing 
that new freedom or those new conditions right. toward me. Right. I just want to repeat that line that you uh, referred to because it is really good. It's, it's right here. And it was from the story about the guy who was praying for a, a Ford because he thought that's all he could really afford or whatever when yeah. God had a Rolls Royce in store for him. And it said, instead of asking for what he really wanted, the man asked for what he thought he could get. And so he manifested not according to his possibilities, but according to his expectations. Yeah. And when we start envisioning these, like you were mentioning, these unlimited possibilities. Right. Then we start, fe- it feels good because it's true. Right. Anytime something yeah. feels yes. bad. Absolutely true. Yeah. Anytime something feels bad when I'm thinking, it's because it's not true. The, the problem is... When something feels bad, even though it's not true, sometimes that bad feeling starts convincing my mind that this must be true. Yeah. And that's not right. the case. It feels bad because well, there's there's a lack of love there. Yes, and but, I need to mm-hmm. send love in that area, which is love means appreciation, enjoying seeing right, right. how would it feel if and get back into what do I really want in this situation? Yes. Yeah. Yes. What, what I love, um, I learned so many years ago, somebody, I'm not sure who, told me that I'm God's favorite baby daughter. And I'm telling you that if, if there's one single most thing that has transformed my life, it's that affirmation that I'm God's favorite baby daughter. And I just loved it. Mm. And I, I grabbed a hold of it, and I still, to this day, benefit from it because to think of myself, and of course, we're all God's favorite baby child, you know, Right. but for me to own that for myself and say, wow, if I'm truly God's favorite baby daughter, you know, and, and all God wants is to shower me with love and gifts and prosperity and joy, you know, anything is possible, you know, yes. and there's nothing that God would deny me. You know, nothing good that God would deny me. And so that I can come from that place of expecting good and possibility of good um, when I'm just constantly affirming, you know, uh, my two favorite affirmations are I'm God's favorite baby daughter and it's all in divine order. Yes. Those two things just guide my life. That's awesome. And those are principles that you can rely on even when, uh, for, you know, like these affirmations for me are when, when my rational mind gets off track, I have this deeper knowing that, that if those thoughts and beliefs that are active and don't feel good aren't in alignment with these kind of principled affirmations that you're talking about, then I can reach for those affirmations to help pull me into the flow. And I was also thinking when you guys were talking that one of the re- – I, I would say probably the greatest feeling of all of this is even beyond the things coming to us right. is the whole universe flowing through yes. us. Allowing the truth of who we are to come flowing through us and sharing it so generously mm-hmm. because we're finally, we're not just asking for things. We're really asking to be unlocked, to truly be who we are, which yes. is to let God, yes. which is within us, the kingdom of God flow through us and out. And then he can't help but come back to us. I, uh, yes. Yeah. You know what? I was thinking the same thing when you were saying, I love that affirmation. I wish I heard that one years ago. Right. I'm God's favorite baby daughter, or in my case, son. Right, right. And uh, it's so wonderful. And, you know, there was probably a time in my life where I'd be, oh, that's selfish. But it's not selfish. No. Because when we come from a place of affirming, wait a minute, I'm God's favorite baby boy. I'm God's favorite baby daughter. Right. 
my confidence, which means with faith, my faith starts to rise. And now I start blessing others because I'm confident that God's going to take care of me. So I start becoming more generous. I start becoming a real life example to my fellows that, that God, that divine love through me is blessing you. That God yeah. is blessing through me to you, like Ed was saying. And right, that's the right. high. Yeah. And that high is the high that just keeps the, the cycle going. You know, the well, things that's so I bless. true. Yeah. And, and it creates a lightness of being. Yes. You know, yes. which allows me to be light in the world. It's like when I'm like, God, like God's got me. Like God's yes. got me. There's nothing yes. to worry about. God's got me. It's in divine order. You know, I can just, you know, focus on whatever it is I'm inspired to focus yes. on. And right. I don't have to worry. You know, yes. it just sort of gives me that, that lighter that lighter energy that just, you know, kind of emanates from me. And that yes. means I can bless more people. Yeah. Even by our presence alone. People feel yeah. that energy. They definitely do. Yeah. yeah. Wherever we go, even if it's going to Home Depot to pick up things to complete a task that earlier I thought was going to be a drag. But now by reaffirming, wait a minute. I'm God's favorite baby boy. Yes. It starts shifting my consciousness and I start looking at it as something that's not an awful chore. Right. But just a delightful little thing that I'm going to get to right. do, that I'm going to get to complete with God's help and yeah. guidance. And that's when the magic starts happening and yes. we start bearing witness to it, just like the glass Tupperware. And when we've been doing affirmations and accepting our own divinity, then when people compliment us, it's just a reflection of what we already know from within, and it's just like a reflection that we're, we're in the flow with life. So it's easy to say yes because there's nothing to be bashful about. We've already accepted that divine truth about ourselves, and we see how good it feels for other people to shower us so because God's coming through them at that moment. So the whole thing just works out beautifully. So I really recommend anyone. I did this today. I have a bunch of affirmations on my, a note on my phone and I just hit select all and I hit speak and it speaks them back to me. So when I take like a little, I took a little like nine minute nap in my car uh, outside of my work where I teach. It's, and the nap was so much better because I'm just being flooded with these affirm affirmative and true thoughts. So when I go back in, I'm truly renewed. Oh, wait a second. We almost forgot something, Ed. Daily word. Trisha, do you have that yeah. daily word receive in front of you? It was from. Yes. Can you read it for, for us? You. Yes. I would be absolutely honored. All okay. right. Okay. So this is from just a few days ago. Yep. Uh, I receive. I am a graceful receiver. Over the years, I have given generously of my treasure and shared my time and talents. Giving has blessed me beyond measure and remains an important part of my spiritual life. But sometimes I resist gifts deflecting another's generosity or rushing to reciprocate. Today, I practice receiving with willingness and ease. I realize all gifts derive from God, yet come to me through many channels. I remember how I feel when my gifts are received gratefully and with happiness, how it fills my heart to know someone feels cared for and valued. I give that gift to another by letting myself receive with grace and gratitude, completing the circle of sharing and love. And the quote is, until now, you have not asked for anything in my name. Ask and you will receive so that your joy may be complete. John sixteen twenty four. 
Yes, receiving is part is part of completing the joy, folks. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I love that. Give give people the you know the gift of uh, you know being able to give. Like yes. like I, that was told to me so long ago. Like if I say no to a gift or act like I'm not worthy and oh no, I wouldn't want to impose. I'm stopping the flow. Yes. I'm stopping their flow because they need to give in order to complete the circle. Yeah, it's weird because. There's this weird, twisted something I learned somewhere that causes my knee-jerk reaction to be a great giver and a lousy receiver. But in ca- but every time I catch myself starting to not accept a gift, you know, doing the old, no, 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 it was nothing type thing, it always feels bad. Have you ever noticed that when I go, no, it was okay? It never is delightful. Because the feeling I'm feeling, it's because I am now cutting off the circulation and my joy will not be complete. That's right. And their joy yeah. is not complete. I'm all, I'm putting, yeah. yeah, I'm putting a plug in the jug. Talk about backed up sewer <laughs> lines. That's what I'm doing. Yes. I'm backing up right the on. sewer line instead of going, no. And reading these things and today's show and talking to you and Ed and reading what we read. We do this enough, and my mind starts getting less and less um, quick to practice the old worn-out habit, and it gets more um, enthusiastic about receiving. Yes. And knowing that it's Amen. God's great pleasure for me to receive. Yes. Yeah. And I just want to say something for anybody who is listening, who is struggling with food and weight. First of all, I totally get it, and... You know, when we are in that struggle, we're also blocking our channel. You know, when we're stuffing ourselves with food and hurting ourselves with food, we're blocking that flow and it's harder to feel God when we're stuffed. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Exactly. You know, addressing our, our food stuff is such a big part of being able to really get more connected with God. And that's so much of what. I've learned and so much of what I teach. So I just want to let people know there's so much hope. They don't have to diet. They don't have to get in that fight with food, but they can fully transcend it by, you know, going deeper and and coming up higher. Well, Daryl and Ed love that and love you. Why don't you let the people know where they can hear you, where they can reach out and find you? Sure. My website is healyourhunger.com, H-E-A-L, healyourhunger.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, if somebody doesn't know what emotional eating is or if they have that problem, there's actually a free quiz on there they can take to find out. Like cool. you take it and you get a personalized score. Um, but I also do have a podcast called The Heal Your Hunger Show. And so I, uh, Daryl was a guest on my show recently, and we just talk about things not so much about food and weight, but more the real issues of, you know, why it is that we're um, struggling and why it is that we're drawn to food to fix those struggles. And so it's my experience is it's more of a, my, my issue wasn't as much of an eating issue as it was a living issue. So right. we talk about living stuff on the Heal Your Hunger Fantastic. show. And it's always very soul-filling. Great. Well, thank you for uh, joining us today. Will you be willing to join us in the future? I would be so honored, and I want to come see you guys at Unity one of these days since I'm right down the street. Perfect. All right. Well, you hang on the line for just a couple minutes while we wrap up the show. We have a story here from, what is this from, Daryl? 
TMZ? Yeah, I think so. We can't confirm or deny the validity of it, but it is about Trisha Nelson. We often have these type of stories with our guests. It's amazing. So uh, when Trisha Nelson was a young girl, she was already someone who saw things quite differently. One day after recess, when the kids lined up to go to ba- back to class, her teacher, Mr. Oswald, asked the, li- asked the class why one of their classmates, Isaac, was standing across the playground and not lined up with everyone else. No one dared to say a peep. He asked again, still nothing. Finally, at his wit's end, he shouted, This is the last time I'm going to ask. Why did that student cross the playground? Trisha finally raised her hand, and Mr. Oswald called on her. Yes, Trisha, why did Isaac cross the playground? Trisha smiled sheepishly and replied, To get to the other slide. <laughs> ah. That's terrible. We know, but we love you anyway. <laughs> oh, here comes Enzo, the, the FedEx feline. Christina Robom from Utah says, having lunch and listening to Daryl and Ed in the park next to my, for, uh, waiting for my next appointment or next to my apartment, probably. Yeah. Oh, it's Dee Snyder. Hey, guys. Hey, what do you got for us? You know, I started dressing in drag because I loved Mary Cupfrilly. Oh, really? That was it? I didn't know you were into Unity. Yeah, yeah, I go way back. There was something else I wanted to tell you, but I forgot what it was. Should we sing along to the, the, with the real lyrics to one of your songs? Oh, yeah, we're going to sing the original, more spiritual lyrics to one of my songs. You ready, guys? We've got the right, right to, to choose it. There ain't no way we'll lose it. We know there's plenty for us all. We're all going to take it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're all going to take it. We're all going to To find easy links to everything we do. Heal your hunger. Trisha Nelson, we love you. (laughs) Thanks for being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed on Unity Online Radio. Because there's more than plenty for us all. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA Unity ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash divine 2022 